0: So you guys know this is a newer podcast and I'm not running any ads at this time. I don't have any sponsorships yet. I'm not trying to sell you guys anything either, but literally, I just want to give you the tools and the knowledge from either my past experience or those of my guests to save you time, money, and heartache. So the only ask I could ever have from you is to help me spread the word out there to more entrepreneurs and more career-driven professionals like us so that we can feel more confident, perform better for our teams and our clients, and ultimately make more money to provide for our families. And the only way that we can do that is if we rate and review and share this podcast. So the single ask that I have of you is that if you could leave a review, share it with a friend, it should take less than 10 seconds to, And I know your time is valuable, but it would absolutely mean the world to me. And more importantly, it might change the life for someone else. Welcome to the business of being healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real-life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action. And I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for, filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. Welcome back to another episode here on the business of being healthy. I wanted to really dive into one that just kind of hit me this morning when I was running. And to to kick it off, I am going to share a story. Now, I have Completed an episode, like I've shared an episode on this before, but I haven't shared this perspective because, you know, if if you followed along on my social media or not, I had a huge loss, huge loss in 2019. Um, a financial loss, a business loss, a professional loss, one that really cut me to the core. And that was when I had decided to invest in a franchise, a brand new franchise, bring it out here to the Valley of the Sun um, from San Diego. It was the first franchise to open. It was a brand new franchise. So they were learning Um I could go into so many different ways with this. There's so many lessons from this experience. um, But today, I really wanted to focus on sharing how I got out of one of my toughest and like most gut-wrenching professional losses that I've had to date, right? There's probably going to be more. I'm learning how to move past them much faster. um, And that's what I wanted to share with you today is that when I uh, decided the The numbers were the numbers. There was fraud in the in the franchise, um, and and we ended up having to shut it down. So shutting it down, um, you know, made it not only I felt like a failure. Um, I lost over a million dollars in this franchise. Uh, I let down my family, um, hurt our credit, and the thing that really got me the most was having to let go of 14 employees. So that, that one was the first time because I mean, in my life, I know, especially with like the horses and anyone that's done sports growing up or has like kids in sports right now, like when you have those fails, it's like they hurt, you learn and you get to go practice again, like really fast and you learn to get through them and move through them much, much faster. And I've done that so much with, with the horses um, you know, where you go in and you think everything is great. You're, you're riding an animal that has its own mind and things happen and it doesn't come out. Well, now you get to go try again. But it was always just me. Like I felt like I was letting myself down. And this was the first time that my actions, I felt like really hurt more people around me. And most importantly, enough, obviously my family, but my employees, my team. Um, And we had started with 24 employees and I got them, I was able to efficiently keep the best 12. So this really cut me to the core. And after I shut it down, um, you know, there was like a bunch of legal stuff because they found fraud and misrepresentation. And so there was a lot of other things and I could sit here and be like, oh, it's not my fault, it's not my fault. Which, gosh, that feels good to say, but I know why I got into this was like not the best decisions. Um, emotional deci- decisions never end up well, I will say. But I know that after that time frame. so this was late 2019 and then 2020 hit, right? And I was just like in this funk. I was looking back now, I can see I was like depressed. I was beating myself up mm-hmm. daily for letting everyone down. For failing, and I really had no idea, zero idea, how to get out of it. This was the this was like I've said I failed before, but this was my biggest failure, and I didn't realize number one how much I let it really affect my mood, my um, how I showed up for my family, showed up for myself, showed up for my loved ones, um, and I was just in this really ugly place. And I remember in our house we have this front room. And one morning I went up into that front room and I found this Kindle. Don't ask me, but there was a Kindle in the room. And I was like, all right. Now keep in mind, I have never been a reader. Never, ever. I would read Cliff Notes in high school just so I didn't have to read the book. And I grabbed this Kindle and I was like, huh, what's this all about? So I like sign up really quick and I get like the you know, $9.99 monthly thing where you can like download all these books. Like, I don't know which authors, I don't know what I'm looking for, but I just like kind of started playing around on this Kindle. And I, I ordered that system and I started looking through and there was a book that was called Millionaire Mornings with Hal Elrod. And I was like, well, I think it was like maybe a hundred pages. I'd have to look back exactly, but it was like a short book right up my alley for my non-readers. And I was like, well, let's see what this is all about. Sure, why not? Millionaire mornings, what can I learn? And I just started reading. Like I said, it was a short book. So within a couple days, I finished it. And I was like, huh, I wonder if, I wonder if I actually take action on this book. I wonder if I actually do the things that he says Now, of course, like I'm not going to become a millionaire overnight or anything like that. That's not what I was looking for. But I was like looking for routine. I was looking for what's the next step that I can do to pull me out of where I am right now. And I just started. The, The main premise of the book is just showing how so many millionaires, so many business owners, so many professionals... Uh, athletes, all all of the things, how they have created morning routines. And it's that morning routine that helps set intention for their day. And so I just started looking at each morning and being like, all right, well, what are a few things that I could do to really help shift my morning and help me have a better day? Because I was in this pit of despair. I was in the valley. And I just started with little things. And the first thing was, I picked another book. I was like, all right, let's find another book. So it had like, I think the, um, you know, ones where it's like suggested books. And I was like, all right, whatever. I don't even know what I'm reading right now. I don't know what I'm looking for suggested. Sure, why not? So I started reading that book. And then I was like, okay, let me keep going here. Now, if I also incorporate movement, what does that look like? And that's what started my 20-minute cardio. Because again, right during this situation, guess what got shut down? Gyms. And gyms were one of my releases when stress became overwhelming. And so I was like, all right, I am not a fan of long-distance cardio, especially if I want to keep muscle. So what if I just start, we had a treadmill. I was like, what if I just do 20 minutes? I can do 20 minutes, anyone can do 20 minutes. So then I added that to my morning. That was again from the book, right? Like some type of movement. And it just was like one of those things that I had to focus on each day as its own little journey. But it was the fact that I knew when I woke up in the morning, these were the few things I did and they actually started turning around my mentality. They started turning around my depression they started turning around my scarcity into abundance because i was like okay if i start doing this what if what if what if in a good way i know that oftentimes we can use that what if like what if the sky falls and it's like negative connotation but like i was like what if i do this how will i feel here what if i try this What if I add this? How do I wanna feel? Okay, well, I'm gonna reverse engineer that and I'm gonna try that first and then move on. And so I share this story because one of the biggest things that I got out of this was the fact that morning routines, and I know this may be controversial because everyone says, don't have one, have one. I think having a morning routine is critical to having a day with intention. Because if you wake up and you've hit snooze three times, now you're running late. Now you got to get the kids out the door, get them to camp or to school, depending upon the time of the year. Now you're like racing, racing, racing. Your morning has zero control. You are behind your whole day. Where if I have this morning set up, when I say like this morning, I don't mean today, every morning set up and I'm, I'm like, okay, here is my minimum commitment that I can do every single morning regardless of what is coming in my day. Then I will be able to start my day from a position of strength rather than a position of falling behind or a position of weakness. And it was really the, the fact that I read that book and I started to take action. I think so often, and I don't want you guys to pull this from, from this uh, episode is just like, oh yeah, I read a book and everything's great it's read a book, take the action, read a book, take the action. And that's where I think when you have a morning routine and you actually incorporate reading where you're expanding your mind, where you're learning something new, that again is opening up your mind to receive and to create solutions. It is such a power position. And so bringing it back to like, I always ask myself, what's my minimum commitment that I have for the next day? And for me, I actually just shared this on another uh, episode where I was a guest on Raquel Quinet's. We talked about morning routines and it actually starts the night before. So my, just to share with you guys, I want you guys to like think about this and maybe this can help you, you know, start off your mornings from a strong position. That's why I'm sharing this story. You probably heard my voice crack a little bit in the beginning of this. I'm still working through that like forgiveness on, on that huge, uh, business failure that I had. Um, and it it truly is like, I'll share in different episodes, but it truly was like a great learning opportunity for me. Um, but I can tell you that when you start your day, uh, it is a game changer. So I digress. Let me bring it back. So what I've shared is that my mornings actually start the night before. So the night before, to make sure that I set up for the next day, I do two things. Number one is I always lay out whatever I'm gonna wear, whether that's like hanging it separate or setting it next to your your bathtub or wherever it is. I always, I think about my next day and I'm like, okay, let me get this decision off my plate. Here's what I'm gonna wear. The other thing that I do the night before is a brain dump. So you guys have probably heard, I have my Google doc. I just keep a running Google doc, almost like a diary to keep everything and journal everything that's going on, whether it's ideas, links, what have you. And I do a brain dump. When I do that brain dump, I actually start like I can sleep so much sounder because I have nothing on my mind. There's no loose ends because I have it down on paper and I know that I will take care of it the night before, or the next day. So those are the two things I do the night before. Then in my morning, as immediately when I wake up, I have my wake and pray routine. It is like literally wake, pray. I'm not even out of bed, and I am just praying to God, obviously be for how thankful I am and for helping me for a day ahead. Then I rise and I uh, grab a great cup of coffee and I sit down and I read. Now, just like I do 20 minutes of cardio about four days a week, I also do, I actually do 20 minutes of reading. And yes, I set a timer. If I don't set a timer, number one, I will go too long and therefore make my day, you know, behind, which is I'm setting this day up to be a strength position. So I need to have it set. And number two is I do believe that your morning should have a beginning and an end. You shouldn't be sitting there in morning and having cup after coffee cup and like sitting there reading, reading, reading. And I hate the word should, I shouldn't have used that. (laughs) Ha ha. It's, I want you to take these activities like I did, so you can feel the strength with it. So when I set that perimeter of like, okay, Uh, I I wake and pray, I grab my great cup of coffee, and then I sit in my front room, I set a timer for 25 minutes, and I read. I have a highlighter ready to go, always to uh, highlight my book. And then the next thing that I do is actually go outside. Now, there has been numerous research that talks about getting that morning sunshine to really start and begin your circadian rhythm, which helps with sleep and gets you energized. Now, for me, I'm fortunate that I have horses, so I have to go feed my horses in the morning. So that naturally takes me outside and I get that immediate sunlight. So that is very important. If you don't have horses, I get it. Um, This is actually gonna be us next year we're probably not going to have horses at home anymore, that I'm going to have some type of morning thing that I do outside. Now, when I say thing, that could be a five-minute walk. That could be a stretch. You could be reading outside in the morning. Whatever it is, get outside, get those few minutes. Again, did you hear that? Few minutes of sunshine. Let that hit your face. Let it sync with your brain, your eye, your sight sensory um, to start that circadian rhythm. And then the next thing that I do every single morning is I have breakfast. Again, if you've been following me on my social media, you know how important. Uh, I believe fueling your day starting with breakfast is to really maximizing your output uh, and making sure that you are giving everything you got. You're starting your day with a full tank rather than an empty tank. My cup of coffee is good, don't get me wrong but I'd be nothing without breakfast. So that is my kind of minimum commitment that I do every day. Now, some days I get to add in some extra things, like maybe stretching. Maybe I get to handle a few Slack messages in the morning before I actually start my day. Some of these things are so great, but I always suggest to have your minimum commitment. So like I shared, my minimum commitment starts the night before with two things, then in the morning, I have the four things. Sounds like a lot. These are minutes in between them, except for when I'm reading. And when you take on that morning routine, mine might look a little different every morning, but this is my minimum commitment. That is what I hope that you pull from this, is that no matter what you have going on in your life, it might not be a... a, professional loss like I went through. Maybe you're going through a period of growth right now and you're like, this is unscary or this is unsettling. This is scary. This is, I, I don't really know what growth or scaling looks like. We're hiring on new people. Um, all of these things could put you kind of in this like fearful or fearful or worried position that if you always come back to that minimum commitment, that basic, that this is how I'm starting my day. And once I accomplish these things, like I feel great and I can tackle anything or any fire that comes my way. And you will then be able to pour so much into your business, into your family, into your loved ones that you are gonna just be operating from this position of strength. So just like I said, that franchise, I called it a failure. I still kind of think it is I'm working through that, okay? I'm working in through that with here. But it taught me so many lessons. And this is one of the lessons that that taught me. That business challenge taught me how to own my mornings and to be able to produce at such high levels. So I hope by sharing this with you today and just sharing my experiences, like what I do, if you don't follow me on social media, I hope that you do. You'll see I live this like this is exactly what I live. This is what I share. And this is what sets me up to go accomplish so much every day. And I hope it does you too. Till next time, I will see you back here on the show.